Welcome, and thank you for listening to the podcast of North Etowah Baptist Church. Visit us online at northetowah.org. Rather than church being a place where people far from God are met with shame, guilt, and condemnation, we believe Jesus leads us to be a family that extends His grace, mercy, and forgiveness to everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's service. Bart Millard is the lead singer of Mercy Me. One of my favorite contemporary groups because they sang that song, I Can Only Imagine. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. You know the song I'm speaking of. That it was, it's over. It was back many years ago, several years ago, I should say. They were touring Mercy Me. The group was touring with that song, I Can Only Imagine. And as a group is touring, they were trying to work on their next album. Bart Millard was, and they were trying to come up with words and music and lyrics for this next album. And Bart Millard was, one night, he goes to his room and he's thinking, I've got to come up with something, and and all the people are interviewing him. Oh, you're singing, I can only imagine. And, and they're in, they kept, you know, every city he would come to, every venue, and they'd ask the same questions. And he felt like he was just saying the same old, same old. And he felt like all the songs that was coming to his mind was just the same, same. And all, he just felt like I'm just repeating myself over and over. He went to bed with that thought on his mind and woke up in the wee hours of the morning with... I'm finding myself at a loss for words. And the funny thing is, it's okay. Because we got to let the Word of God speak. Today is something that I have never done, but I'm going to do it because the Word of God is going to speak. And I'm asking you if you would take some good notes. There's places there on, in your bulletin. Get you an ink pen. It's there in front of you. Uh, write down these scriptures. Write down the blurbs. Church, how can we, in this day and age, how can the church of today be rescued from the spiritual lethargy that we are a part of? How can the church come alive again? And that's the title that I used for this morning, The Church Alive. How can the church come alive again, such as what she was in days of old? Today, I'm going to give you ten different points. But I hope you'll take these notes seriously and then just allow God's word to speak today. How can we or how can the church be resurrected from spiritual lethargy? Number one, never be guilty of offering up vain worship to God. Never be guilty of offering vain worship to God. Matthew chapter 15, verses 8 and 9. Matthew chapter 15, verses 8 and 9. God's word says, This people honors me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, 
teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Our aim and goal must be to worship God in spirit and truth. John chapter 4, verse 24. John 4 and verse 24. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So point one is, never be guilty of offering up vain worship to God. How can we, how can the church be rescued? Number two, do not tolerate immorality within the congregation. Do not tolerate immorality within the church. Matthew chapter 15, verse 19. Matthew 15, verse 19. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. Point number two. Do not tolerate immorality within the church. That is how we can get back from, be rescued from spiritual authority. Number three, am I going too fast? Number three, the church's vision must come from God's word and nowhere else, no other source. The church's vision and direction must come from God's word. John 17, verse 17. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. Galatians chapter 1. Verses 6 through 12. Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 12. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. Verse 10. For I, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. Verse 12. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it 
through a revelation of Jesus Christ. The church's vision must come only from God's word. How do we get resurrected from the spiritual authority that the church is in today? Number four, encourage all members, all members to live and to work in harmony and unity. Encourage all of us to work in harmony and unity. Acts chapter 2 and verse 44. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And then Acts chapter 4 and verse 32. Acts 4, 32. Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. How can the church be rescued today? How can the church be rescued today from the spiritual mess we are in? Number five, allow your faith to be childlike. Allow your faith to be childlike. Matthew chapter 18, verses 3 and 4. Matthew chapter 18, verse number 3 through verse number 4. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. How can the church be rescued? Number six, never set limits on forgiveness. Never set limits on forgiveness. It is not just seven times. Matthew 18, verse 22. Matthew 18, verse 22 says, Jesus talking, he said, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. He wasn't going for a number there. He was just saying, keep on forgiving. Nothing stunts the growth of, of the church like an unforgiving heart. The church today has got to get back to forgiveness. Matthew 6, verse 14 and 15. Matthew 6, 14 and 15. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Trespasses their sins, debts. Number seven. How can the church be rescued? Number seven. 
when we pray, when you pray, believe it. When you pray, believe. B-E-L-I-E-V-E. When you pray, believe. Matthew 21 and verse 22. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. When you pray, believe it to happen. Number eight. How can the church be rescued? Listen. Number eight. Never give up. Never give up. Never throw in the towel. When it comes to an obstacle that you look at it and you think it looks so immovable, you think, I don't know how I can go forward, remember what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse, verse 58. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Never give up. Don't ever give up. Number nine. How can we rescue the church today? How can the church be rescued? Number nine. Encourage all to give liberally. Encourage all to give liberally. God's word says in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 2, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 2, it says, On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper, so that there will be no collecting when I come. And then 2 Corinthians Chapter 8, verses 1 through 5 says, We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. Verse 3. For they gave according to their means... As I can testify, notice, and beyond their means of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. Verse 5, and this, not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 now, verse 6 and 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verses 6 and verse 7. God's word says the point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, 
not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. You see, the church needs money to fulfill its responsibilities. Friends, we must support the church in order for the church to do its God-given work. Finally, number 10, how can the church be rescued today? How can the church be resurrected from spiritual authority? Number 10, the congregation must be friendly to others. The congregation must be friendly to others. Proverbs 18, verse 24. Proverbs 18, verse 24. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The church must be a place of encouragement for others to come. A place where others can come and join in and help in doing God's work. So ladies and gentlemen, I bring you what God brought me to bring you. His word. Today, the church needs help. But we are not beyond helping. <laughs> the church is a sleeping giant. It's time for the church to wake up. Today, I pray that you will take these scriptures along with me and we will begin praying these scriptures and meditating on where he wants me, where you will be praying, where he wants you to turn, to get more involved, and to minister and serve in His name. This morning, I offer to you a chance to respond. You may have come to this place this morning, and right now you know within your heart that you're in the midst of a group of people that's headed to heaven, but you know you're not. In your heart, you know that you need to respond to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Today, you know that you need Him to come in and turn your life around. Today, I offer you, I would love to talk more to you, to speak with you, to pray with you. There's people all over this room that would like to do that with you. If you need to come, admit your sin, believe that Jesus died on the cross for you, confess Him as your Lord, turn away from your mess you've been doing, turn to Him, this is your day. Maybe today there's those that need just to repent and you just want to pray. You just want to come talk to Jesus. Maybe there's those that you feel this is your place and you'd like to be a permanent fixture here. Join the rest of us. We would love for you to come join with the work here, the ministry, the, the servant attitude that so many have. And you know, I'm not even addressing that might be what's in your mind. I may not be addressing what's in your heart right now. 
but you know the Holy Spirit's convicting you and telling you to make some sort of move, I encourage you to do that. I know some of you are thinking, and the evil one's trying to convince you, well, that preacher, he's crazy. You don't have to go up there. You don't have to go up in front of everybody. And you know something? You don't have to. But there's just something special when you do. It helps you to solidify. It helps you to mark the moment. You know, I may never know why you came to this altar. It may be just, you might just come because you're praying for somebody else out there. But I just offer to you the chance to respond this time of invitation. Allow God's word to speak to you. And now let's allow his spirit to speak to us. Let's go to him in prayer. Father, I thank you for this day we've had. Thank you for this time we've had to, to just to share your word and to read your word and to meditate on it. And I pray, God, that during this time of invitation, time of response, whatever needs to occur would be in fulfillment of your plan. God, thank you for letting us be here together today. And we just praise you in, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. You've been listening to the services at North Etowah Baptist Church. If you made a decision for Christ today, head over to northetowah.org slash contact. Fill out the form and someone from our staff will be quick to contact you. Not to mention, we'd love to worship with you. All worship times and other activities can be found on our website. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you.